Another week, another dollar. Another dead PC if I get my way tonight. Let's see what happens. I never know. All right, before we jump into this, Matt, what you got going on in the next week? Uh, Monday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Daylight Savings Time, we are doing Age of Heroes, a 5th edition uh, game of Shackled City and Greyhawk, live on Twitch, then on YouTube, and then on podcasts. There are apparently now 12, if I count correctly, episodes available on our podcast, and trying to put out a few every day, just till we catch up to f- episode 56, which will be... Monday. So catch up, jump in, come visit Matt on Mondays. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's fun. And the more people, the better it gets. It really, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's, there's about two or three steady people that come in. Shell comes in, Cowart comes in, um, and a few more people are dropping in, dropping out. But yeah, the more the merrier. It just gets exponentially more fun. Just like any show, you feed off the audience. So having someone there interacting makes it so much better than just playing by yourselves. Uh, I just got to go see She Kills Monsters a few weeks ago, and that was amazing. And you could tell that the actors were hoping the audience would be a little more involved. There were some opportunities that they opened. The audience, of course, never said anything because it was a bunch of old fogies and me, and I'm a quiet person. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of watching still... stuff. Go ahead. I started watching uh, Snowpiercer, the TV show, oh, based off the movie. Good? I I got sucked in immediately. Yeah, I was very very. Nice. I'm I'm still watching. I'm on season two now. Very impressed. Extremely You're watching impressed. it right now while you play, aren't you? Uh, it's paused. <laughs> <laughs> I do and see I've a reflection this... in the in the thing behind you. I do see. <laughs> right? I've got this gigantic TV with beautiful Jennifer Conley looking like she's sleeping with her eyes closed. Pause. So I'm just gonna leave it right there. So speaking of Jennifer Conley, she is in the new Top Gun. Oh, yeah. That okay. I that I got to see this week because I'm special and I'm in the movie Wait, industry. Top Gun's not out. How did you get to see it? Oh yeah, Stop no. There. Long story short, CinemaCon. I was invited to go with my work, and it was a great experience. And Top Gun was a great movie. It would be amazing in 4DX, but watching it where I saw it, which was in the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace, it was actually very enjoyable. Coliseum. Just Caesar's take note. Palace. <laughs> Top Gun is as old as I am, so I was not a huge Top Gun 1 fan. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. I remember watching it when I was younger, and I think I was still way too young for it. Matt, well, that, on the other hand. Well, that was, I was going to say, that would be, to me, like Casablanca. Right. You know, when I was born, it was however many years old, right? So that's <laughs> kind of weird. So when you were at the Coliseum in Caesar's Palace, did you think about a fight with an ice devil? I did actually. You, you know, I was like thinking about picture it. what it would be like zipping the, around in there. The problem is, though, is that the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace is just a stage with seats around it. It's not like you know the Roman Coliseum. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. However, I would say their West, you being techie construction theater stuff, their tech stack is amazing. I can only imagine. I mean, they're top of the line. They are cutting edge. Yeah. They are the ones who replace their shit every three years. Even the Jubilee Theater at Ballet was amazing. Like, the amount of things that that sound guy had going at the same time and fixing it on the fly, just, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Ugh. Should have taken video for me. Not like this right. show. So who, <laughs> who wants to catch us up from last week? Do you want to talk about the dirty door? 
I don't want to talk about a dirty door. It sounds horrible. <laughs> I believe that's what you referred to it before we I even started this. I didn't say it on air, this. though. <laughs> um, uh, all right. It's been a week, and I have been in Vegas. So uh, anyone can step in anytime to tell me if I'm wrong or right. I believe we started oh, the battle with uh, Safi and the angel, you know, kind of talking to each other. The angel did some very crafty tricks and ended up attacking us without actually attacking us. Smart. And Safi was able to send that angel back to its home realm, I'm assuming. Yep. It disappeared. Then uh, Volantre got turned into a jerboa, and Moosh Moosh was a little bit in heat um, and just decided to have a little fun as we went back to Savinka to fix Volantre. I forgot about uh, Moosh. We came back. <laughs> um, Hadassah swiftly or gracefully, well, actually, I think she missed once, uh, killed Karzug's uh, image, but eventually it was destroyed. And then we found a swirling door that had runes constantly being rebuilt on it with the language that we could not understand. Um, Hadassah was able to see through it, and we saw like a portal to another realm with wires coming out of it or something like powering some sort of device with dozens of workers. And I remember the device. Yeah. I don't remember and the wires, but I remember the device. I remember a portal with the wires going through it. Like, if we could shut down the portal, Was the device there? would be stopped. Right. Okay. And so we decided to try to open the door twice. <laughs> Once by just opening it, and we ended up in a maze. Once by Hadassah <laughs> trying to just knock herself through the wall, which didn't work. And, and with a magic item, I didn't, it's not like she tried to, like, hulk her way through the wall or something. <laughs> <laughs> Kool-Aid man through the wall. Come on. Exactly. Uh. I think I could be wrong. We ended the episode with us in the maze and failing our checks. Or am, did I sleep too much since then? We we were in the maze, but we had not made checks. We, oh, okay. Because um, we had gotten in there once, and then we got out. And then we tried to get into the room again and ended up back in the maze. And I think that's where we left off. Listeners, we so, apologize for our synopsis this week because we did not pay attention to ourselves last week. It's been a long week out here, so. It, it feels like it's been a month. <laughs> Is that episode out yet? If not, we need to name it The Amazing Adventure because. It, it's not out. Might be an opportunity lost to not use amazing or, you know, something like that. So A-Maze-ing? Well, or just amazing. Okay, because I'm Just probably editing it, it next. I'm subtle. probably editing it tomorrow and releasing it. So, if not tomorrow, next week. Yeah, exactly. That'll be great. So, you guys are lost in a maze of your own fears and nightmares, and dark things are clawing out of the darkness to rip your soul from your body, or. If you're afraid of your mom in a shower, maybe it's a psycho scene. I don't know. It's your nightmare. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, round one. Everybody give me some intelligence checks as you try to find your way out of this maze. Can we do some Pathfinder checks instead? No. I got a nat 20. I got a nat 20 only. as well. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. 
This is the what? only time Hadassah will ever pass an intelligence check. So, <laughs> <Same>. yes. <laughs> nice. What about Volantre? The re on the dice. <laughs> so, negative two. <laughs> uh, is that will save? Nope. Nope. Intelligence check. Just straight. Oh, intelligence. straight intelligence. Oh, then that is a four total. Four. Yes. So, Volantre says, I think we should go this way. Oh, shit. It's a giant tree and it's trying to eat me. And then Hadassah says, no, no, no. We're going to go this way. And Safi swiftly, swiftly agrees. Absolutely. That is the way to go. So, instead of being attacked by your deepest nightmares, instead, Hadassah leads you to safety and you find yourself in front of the door. I say we don't do that again. It ain't working. Yeah, it's it's starting to feel a little bit like going back into the Runeforge and... Yeah, let, let's move on. We can come back to this But don't later. things like this, once you do it so many times, it just stops or you can get through? Says who? I'm asking. Well, I don't know. I got lost twice. Maybe you should You'll... do it once more for good measure. You know, be, I feel like the I'll voice of right Droth is speaking out to you guys. <laughs> Divine inspiration. And That's what Droth is just like, you know, bad things hide behind the double doors, double doors. right? You, yeah. we, we can't, we can't leave a double door behind us. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, that, I will say this: you, you said exactly what my head thinks. We can't leave a double door behind us because bad things lie behind it, and if we're running away from it, it could open up at any time and attack us. I mean, we have yet to actually get into the room. What's to say that they can get through the double doors to get into where we are? Maybe they just end up in the same maze. Fair point. Fair point. If you all don't want to go in again, that's fine. I guess we can head out then. Okay, sounds good. Goodbye. I mean, I'm just saying that if you really want to keep testing the double door, my vote is we go retrieve Darius and just start throwing him in over and over again and see if eventually the magic breaks down. <laughs> Why don't we take care of Karzug first and then when all is clear, we come back and check it out. That Because he keeps good. popping his head up and disintegrating Volantri, so. Yep. I might be able to dodge next time. He's done it three or four times now. I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> um, he turned you into a Jerboa last time. I don't recall any of that. Oh, ask Moosh. She remembers. <laughs> is Moosh now my best friend? Uh, like, well, he, do I still he's smell not, the he's same? He's not going to call you. It's okay. like the squirrel from the sword in the, from Disney's Sword in the Stone. Yes. Oh, the squirrel scene. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, Moosh Moosh is heartily disappointed now. So I believe I did use my uh, greater evolution surge to become 10 by 10. That lasts 16 minutes, so I'm going to let it go. Like, in the sense of as we're going around, I'm going to stay in the same size. I'm not going to dismiss it. So, but I'm I'm not necessarily acting with a sense of urgency, but I guess we're going to leave this room. Yeah, well, you've got a corridor to the... Pretty much right outside where we fought the angel that goes off to the left. I'm guessing they connect? I don't know. Maybe not. I seem to remember a bunch of lightning that Hadassah warned us about. You remember that better than Alicia does. 
There was a woman <laughs> sitting on a throne with a bunch of cloud giants around her. Uh, oh, like scimitars yeah. up here. Is that the hallway we're on? No, we're. I thought that was like upper it's, levels. It's northwest of us. I'm, I'm pinging okay. it up here. Volantre's great with directions because there's a map in front of him, and he's guessing that that's what's going to be around this corridor. Let's go find out. I see you moving your tokens to the south, and yes, you have hit the outer curved wall here. So let me open up a little bit of this for you. So wait, are we all invisible? Uh, I just, as we're walking down the hall, I'm turning back invisible again. Okay. Hadassah, are you invisible? No. No, no, no. I think um, she dropped that after she got stunned while she was invisible. Okay. But and I have the ring of invisibility, and it's marked on mine, and I don't think I've attacked since it's been marked. So, And if not, I activate it as I'm going down the hallway as well. Okay. She's going to be a little bit slower rounding corners since she's the one that people can see. Okay, so you are watching Volantre and Safi sneak ahead of you as you follow this outer realm, uh, rim of the building. Uh, Volantre, you are going to need to give me a fortitude save. (laughs) Well, that's a 17 on the die, plus 17, so 34. You barely make it. (laughs) Is it a disintegrate ray? Yeah. I dodged it! (laughs) Hey, you are getting better at this. Yeah, it's like one-eighth of the damage if you make your save or something crazy like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much less that is. Uh, uh, I forget. It's like 3d8, but let me double check. So it goes from 4d8 to like 3d8? Yeah. All right. No, 4d6. It's like taking only 5d6 points of damage. So that's one-eighth. Yeah, one-eighth the damage. Ducking under um, Volantre's elbow, she runs at Karzuk and... Uselessly swings her sword at him again. And apparently trips on her shoelaces on the way over. Oh no. Oh yeah. All right, so before before we do Hadassah, (laughs) Volantre, you will take 19 points of disintegrate damage. That's a little bit better than 163, though, right? Yep. Now that does not exceed my Eidolon's HP, so it doesn't disappear this time and hit me. It just hits the Eidolon. Like, I guess it grazes me as I dodge out of the way. It I just didn't get glass. <laughs> I just didn't get the Eidolon out of the way. <laughs> Do this a few more times and you will no longer be a problem, Volantre. All right. Hadassah dashes forward, ducking underneath Volantre, are <laughs> reaching back in pain. And you attack, and you roll a... I rolled a one. One. No one. And Hadassah goes skidding forward and lands face first, head first into the door that is directly behind that image of Karzug, whipping him around, and he begins to lift a hand to cast with Hadassah prone on the ground. Give me a fortitude save. 31. DC 31. But it doesn't matter. It is absorbed by your sword. That's two. 
Yep. You can only do it three times a day. So that's two just today. So your right. sword absorbs this thing like for an instant, your sword turns into stone and then immediately reverts back. Totally not to its okay. Metal. And <laughs> Karzu goes, oh, one of these days I'm going to remember it. I have an intelligence score of 30. <laughs> All right, Alicia, you stand yeah. up. Yep. You swing your sword again. Yep. You roll a. Not a one. Not uh, a one. Not a one. Um, 35. And you hit. He screams in okay. pain. He must make a fortitude save himself. He makes it. Is there any chance and he's taking like any damage? You don't know. <sighs> one day you'll He's well, not screaming out. in happiness. So maybe. <laughs> so Hadassah, there is a door behind you. And mm-hmm. this corridor along the outside of the building continues around to the north. Is it a double door or a single door? It is a double door. All right. Uh, roll some initiatives for me real quick. <laughs> we didn't even open it. Oh, shit. All right. Go ahead and apologize to you all. My dice is not being friendly tonight. I just rolled a one and a three. So, okay. Yeah. So yours is not that friendly either. It's going to yeah. be one of those nights. Now, huh? I rolled a 20 before that, so I guess just... Got that one out of the both way. Both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, You're my good. dice is a little bit bipolar tonight. <laughs> Volantre? 12. Safi? 19. And Hadassah? 14. I'm going to resort. Everybody give me a perception check. The second do. 41. 43. Uh, 31. Everybody rolled above a 32 of you above a 40. You hear from around that corridor, you hear a female's voice. It's a little muffled, but then you notice the crackle of thunder and lightning as something seems to be moving in your direction. What area are you talking about, Wes, on the, the map? Give me just one second. Let me open it up a little bit better for you because Safi is down there. Are we talking so the you... corridor or the doors? Are we oh. Going oh, 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 I see, I see. Okay. To ping in the direction. It's to the west slash northwest of where you are currently located. And now we are going to go in initiative orders as I figure out what is going to happen. Safi, it is your turn Hadassah is standing at a double door. I am going to halt. Did you guys hear that? Hadassah nods. Hadassah, your turn. Um, she's just going to move right over here towards this wall where she's can remain out of sight and watch the two invisible people in the party for cues with her goggles. And Volantre. I have 80 feet of movement, so I'm going to go the... F- about 70 feet, basically where my line of sight can see as of right now. I'm invisible as well, so hopefully that's okay. stealthily enough. And then if I see anything, I'm going to, well, let me see what I see and then I'll decide what to do. Yeah, Hadassah wants to stay out of sight because once they see her, the fight is on either way. But as long as it's, you know, you guys, then we could potentially just slip away. I love the tension that is building right now. I can feel it. And I don't know where Safi is, so 
I'm yanking on your tail. <laughs> Did you hear Just that? Did you hear that? All right. Uh, I opened up a little bit more area for you, Volantre. Show me exactly where you want to move. <clears throat> okay, so and I'm going to use a full move action, assuming that. So it's going to be about right there. That's 80 feet. Okay, so give me a stealth check. Actually, are you moving stealthily? I mean, I'm invisible. But I'm if you... flying through the air, not touching walls. So stealth, yes, but not like sneaky, like half-speed stealth. I'm moving right. my full speed. To go to that area to see what's happening, but I am if invisible you're not and flying. Moving at half speed, you don't get a stealth roll. So I'm okay. going to give them a perception check to notice that you are, you know, flying in the area to kind of notice your breathing or the armor they, moving or the rustle of clothing, something to that effect. They feel the because wind. They are again. moving sort of stealthily themselves as they're trying to figure out what's happening. I mean, I guess if I just flew 80 feet in six seconds, a big gust of wind just came down that yeah. hallway. They don't notice you. Oh, shit. That's great. Actually, that one doesn't. Who are they? That one a minus two for being farther away. <laughs> that one a minus four for being even farther. But he is perceptive, apparently. So here is what you see, Volantre. The throne room that was described about a dozen episodes ago is laid out before you. Okay. You see a woman clad in green full plate armor sitting on a throne. Not even 20 feet away from you is a giant 15 by 15 sheathed in lightning. You can almost feel the sound of thunder rippling through his muscles. There are three of them in this room. Three giants, one woman in full plate armor sitting on a throne. The third giant, the farthest one away from you, says, did you feel that? In giant. Of course, you can understand giant. But they don't seem to be looking at you. So I see three giants and a woman. That is it, correct? Yes. Uh, then you see, actually from your vantage point, you see this whole entire room. And you can see the double doors to the north that you were at earlier. Okay. So I flew in 80 feet, which is a single move. I'm going to do a double move action, and I'm going to fly back to right beside Hadassah and whisper, this is going to be, well, moving away is not stealthily. Whispering is stealthily. The woman on the throne is just up ahead. There are three giants. We better be careful. Do you want to try to deal with them now? How are you with lightning? Uh, same way I am with most elements. Uh, got a little bit of resistance. Safi. You hear all of this conversation. You are still holding. I'm still holding. See what they're going to do. All right, you guys can't see what's happening right now. The other thing I'm going to say is, I think one of them noticed me, though. Perception checks from all of you again. 37. <laughs> 36. Amazing. 32. Everybody's above a 30. You hear the sounds of armor shaking as somebody moves to the south. In fact, you all rolled so high you can tell that she probably took about six steps, moving 30 feet exactly. 
I'm going to continue to hold. Then this giant, not far away from Volantre, the one that was furthest south and the closest to you, begins moving towards you. Volantre may or may not be able to see him at this point. And I'm going to count it out. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. And he seems to bring up a weapon and hold it at the ready. The other giants move in behind him. Hadassah is readying her falchion. So there's an aura. Is that something that we can see around them? That's just their melee distance to remind not only you, but me as well. I see. Hadassah, we are back to you. I I am going to take my action now that I can see them coming around the corner. Yes. Uh, Oh, shit. And I move (laughs) back behind Hadassah around the corner out of line of sight. Um, and I'm just going to move, so I will attempt stealth. Um, and I'm not, I'm not doing anything else. As soon okay. as, as soon as Hadassah sees Safi move, she says, I'm going to draw them down the corridor. Hit them when I go. Uh, 55. 55 on your stealth? I'm not even going to yeah. give them a roll. Yep. Okay, cool. Sorry. Wow, that's pretty stealthy for a big man. Well, it, uh, invisibility gives you plus 20. It does. I love it. It's, and it works out perfectly in this situation. Yeah. All right, Hadassah. All right. It is your turn. Yep. She says, I'm going to run, hit them once they're past. They'll, they won't see you. And she takes off. And let me, check, see, check, let check, me see how check, far check, she can check. get. Let me see how far I can get here. She's baiting the trap. That's the plan. All right. It's not quite as much movement as I would like, but it'll get the job done, I think. Mm. All right, that's where we're going. What's a great movie scene where a character does this? For some reason, Goonies pops into mind, and I don't know if it actually happens. It just, I picture the chubby one from Goonies, like running out like Hadassah does right now and then doing like the the belly dance. Yeah. (laughs) The truffle shuffle. The truffle yes. shuffle. Yep. <laughs> I grew up on that movie, man. I'd come home every day from school and put in that VCR. Uh, VCR, what's that? <laughs> I heard half the audience ask. Hadassah books yep. it. All right. And she, do you say Actually, something when you do this? Do you scream? Do you burst into a rage? Um, she, or are you just being a bunny? She does, like, she does activate her rage as she's running. But actually, you know what? I'm just going to use the whole uh, double move action there. That'll get me a little bit farther away and hopefully draw them a little farther along. This is such a bad idea, and I love it. Yep. it's. I mean, intelligence is not her thing. But bravery <laughs> is. Yep. Volantre, it is your turn. So I see her. Hadassah just run down the hallway <laughs> and immediately and you did say you went to a rage right yeah yeah she's raging so immediately so. split not in a split but immediately just went into displacement mode where she's yep. barely visible yep. on there so I figure she has a plan I'm gonna hold for now <laughs> I told you the plan the plan is once they're like past you you hit them from behind Volantre wasn't listening okay that is not encouraging <laughs> But with that being said, oh Volantre just holds and wait. 
the giant in the front screams, it's the mad woman, it's the crazy one. All in giant, so Volantre can understand it. He's not wrong. Hadassah may not. And it's like he kind of lifts his sword up a little. What weapon is he using? What weapon do they have? Pointy pillows. (laughs) Pillow fight. Giant pillow fight. Bludgeon. Great swords. They have great swords. swords. And it's like he lifts it a little bit higher and he's getting ready to charge. Unfortunately, his ready action was to attack the first person that came close by. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) then from the back you hear a woman give a command in giant that says get them look out for the other two she is going to hold then the giant in the front is going to attempt to charge oh I hope I can get close enough I just just need to get close and they have such a huge range Oh, you are still, like, way, way out of range. And is that technically a straight line with them being so big? I mean, it might be a little difficult. I was going to let it go, though. I would let it go, too, because you got corner to corner. But he is simply going to attempt to run you down, down the hallway, right past Volantre. Since he is invisible, they give him no mind. They don't even notice he's there. And I choose not to take my attack of opportunity. Excellent. Then, number one, the one from the back, moves by his companion and will move 70 feet as well. 45 and 30 is going to put him... Almost directly in front of Volantre, like five feet away from Volantre. Then number three is going to go, and he is just going to move up directly behind his good buddy number one. And that brings us to Safi. Volantre, you're still holding. That is correct. I would like to ask one question as as the one ran by. Mm -hmm. Does it seem... And if I need to do a perception check on my turn, I will use my turn for this. Stop holding. Do they seem to be cognitive? Are they? Do they have f- their full fac- faculties available? Like the change that we saw in the cloud giants when we killed the rune giant. Did is that enough of an? Give me a perception ability check. for me to see that there's something off here. Give me a perception check. 40. It's a really high number. I have a plus 25 perception, so. You sort of notice, a, like you would have to almost notice like a look in their eye or a magical aura. Well, like they have dead eyes as opposed to real eyes. There is something off about these three giants that you would not expect from them. Okay. You will need magical checks in order to determine what the actual effect is but they're not right okay that will but that's just a noticing thing as they won by i'm not going to make you take your turn for that Safi. it is your turn i'm going to cast resist element a resist energy uh, electricity on myself and that'll be it that's probably a really really good choice hadassah 
Yeah, she's going to double move again. She's going to circle back into the chamber where we found the angel and go clear across that room into kind of the narrow space where we came in. And then she's going to turn and ready and just like see if they can get in the room. It's working. I know it's working. Run! <laughs> Basically it. Because yeah. that's a small door and they're pretty big beasties. So see if they can get in the room. Volantre, you are still holding. Yes, I'm holding until all three have passed. This, this, I, I'm so <laughs> intrigued by what is about to happen. I don't, I have no idea what y'all are about to do to me. <laughs> Another double move from the giant number two. Number one will do the same thing. I just, I gotta click these tools. And move to 70 feet. And then this one will be right behind them. So all three have moved by you, chasing Hadassah down the corridor. In fact, when all three of them run that far away, the woman in the back will take her turn. She has a decent movement herself, but she is not as reckless as those giants in the front. She merely moves 30 feet, uh, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and ready's in action. Safi, it is your turn. I will hold. Now that all three have passed me, can I unhold? You may, whenever you're ready. Okay. I'm going to step out into the corridor. I'm not doing this stealthily, but I am not. Well, I am going. I'm going to go half speed. I will use full stealth on this. And I'm going to step out and go back to where the giants were at. One move action for that, so 40 feet is how far I just moved. Roll your stealth check. Invisibility adds 40 or 20? 20. 20. 34. She does not seem to notice you. You are roughly 15 to 20 feet away from the woman in green armor, and she is staring intently down the corridor at the back of the last cloud giant. Done, I do not take any other action. Hadassah. Um, I am going to cast protection from energy, electricity. In the corridor. And, uh, let's see, she's... Oh, this is building. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. All right. Safi is still holding. Volantre is in dire peril whenever invisibility drops. I, actually, I think I'm going to... No, no, I'm still holding. Never mind. Okay. All right. So I'm going in order here. Did you resort me from unholding? Yes. Sorry, I had to put things back in order. I messed one thing up. But here we go. So the giant in the front saw you turn the cord corner, but he's not sure where you went. So 5, 10, 15, She's... 20, 5, 30, 35. The giant takes one movement action where he can see the door to his right where you are. Mm -hmm. And he's looking in the corridor to the north where you could have gone. And he looks perplexed. You can almost see him through the door from where you're standing right now. And he is going to roll a dice. And he takes another five foot, 10 foot step forward and looks in the door and he sees you. She blows a raspberry at him. I have said most of these doors, even though they look like they're five feet, 
They are built for this entire complex is built, built for, for giants. giants to be able to get so he can so that door is not as small as it appears on the map. Right. And it's okay. a lot of the map thing, yeah. Yep. So he moves into the room and he is within attacking distance. He is ten feet away from Hadassah, but he had to use a double move. And you hear okay. him yell out Ravura. That's giant for she's in here. <laughs> I gathered that. Just let me know when I can hit him. How high is the ceiling? Uh, it's like 20 or 30 feet. Actually, it might be a little taller in here, but it's at least 30 to 40 feet tall. Are you talking about where you're at, Safi, or in the room with Hadassah? Uh, like the hallway where I am. 80 feet in the hallway. 80 feet, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to actually, I might have miscounted. I'm going to have to move him back outside of the door because he should not be that far ahead of his two compatriots. So he is looking inside the door, and he is staring directly at you, Hadassah. Got it. That is all three of them and their movement. That will bring us to the woman in green. And she is going to go 5, 10, 15, and bump into Volantre. And she'll stop. She can't see you, but she knows about what square you're in because she just ran into you. She's going to take a stab with a weapon that has a name. Oh, great. Is it the sword of Volandric killing? <laughs> I mean, is there? But, do, is that sword even possible? Volandric Yeah, sword of dismissal. Boom, Volandric dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, she hits a 47. Is that oh, she hit. Your AC? She okay. hit. Now you are invisible. There is a 50-50% chance that she just straight misses you anyway. Both of these dice. Here's my percentile dice. 34. She misses. Do I realize how strong that hit was? No. No, but it whiffs by you. Okay. And then she yells out in giant, and she seems a little distressed because she knows... (laughs) She knows. She knows what she's up against, and she screams a little bit scared. Get your fucking asses back here now! And they, t- all three of them whip their head around. Number two looks back at Hadassah, looks down the corridor, looks back at Hadassah, and if she's, it was his turn, he'd shut the door. <laughs> she, um, when she hears the lady calling from down the corridor, she will start yelling taunts at the giants. Your mother was a troll. <laughs> Your father was puny. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do with that toothpick? Safi, what are you going to do? I'm going to cast Wall of Stone right here, 10 feet wide, 40 feet high, two yes! inches Yes! <laughs> and try to keep them from coming up at least immediately. Like, it's 40 feet tall. He said it's 80 foot ceiling, but um, it will oh slow him down at least a little bit. Look up, if you would, um, damage, how to do damage to this exact stone wall, because I will, I will need it here in a second. I am betting. <laughs> will be. Uh, all right, so across that direction, Safi, where yeah. the pink yeah. line is. So there's still, so there's like a half a square. It looks like it's like 15 feet wide, maybe, the hallway. This one? Yes, yeah. we'll go with 15. Okay. Okay, so I'm still only doing ten because she can get through. Hadassah can get through the other five easily okay. if it's five I'm, foot I'm wide space. I'm good with that. I like that. You could make it two and a half on each side, and she probably still could get through. 
Beard mess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I dig it. I like what you're doing, Safi. That was a beautiful move. Hero point. What? All right. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Tactical, sound, and you could possibly kill your partner, and you might have to save her later. I can do that, too. <laughs> Volantre. You can see the woman in green. She is directly in front of you, and she almost cleaved you in twain. Okay. So, um... I never, I don't think I ever explained what the second evolution was that I took, um, but you're about to find out. So the first thing that Volantre does is he jumps from his quadruped form and he slashes with his back feet. They have now grown claws and he slashes with his left and then his right. Are you getting double rend now? No, I am not getting double rend, but I received a rake attack for my rear feet. So for the first rake, it is a 34 to hit. It scratches that beautiful green armor, but it does no damage. For the second rake, it's a 35 to hit. Hits the armor. Nothing happens. All right. Now he is going in with the unicorn horn. He's visible. I, I am not making this up. 36 to hit. Still miss. Now he goes in to bite at the neck. That's a 40 total. That'll hit. Oh, you found you found a weak spot. And that was a bite, <laughs> which is my strongest attack now. Well, that's good. And I just rolled an 8 on the die, so that is a 46 to hit. Uh, 46 damage. Holy crap. I'm also large size, so... Super high strength bonus. Now claw number one, it misses. Claw number two, misses. Blanche just went toe to toe with this woman. And, and now I'm... that you're out and she's in combat, she's feeling her blood rise and she grins in anticipation. And I missed five out of six attacks. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> This is the beginning of round six. That is probably the fastest five rounds we've had in this game since probably 2019 or something. It is now warden number two. It is his turn, and he hears the call of his master. He's around the corner. He hasn't seen the wall of stone. He glares at Hadassah and the insults that she had just thrown his way. And he moves down and away from Hadassah. He sees the wall of stone and he screams in anguish. It's actually right where he should be. Number three goes next. Number one goes next. And they just kind of reverse paths. The number three might actually have enough movement to get to the wall. Nope. He can get to it, but he can't attack it yet. Everybody's in his way. So he has to squeeze through the hallway past his compatriots, and now he is at the wall, and he raises his greatsword to start smashing it to bits. It is now the Lady in Green's turn, and she is entering full hand-to-hand combat with Volantre. It's going to hurt, guys. Good luck. (laughs) 
I don't like that we're about to enter hand-to-hand combat, but Wes is reading something very intently on his on his laptop, so... <sighs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, this is the sort of voluntary killing. Oh, shit. Or not. Thanks to my rolls. First one is going to be a miss. And she Are you sure? A... Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a 41. Let's just throw the number out. Okay, it, that is a miss, yes. Yeah. Do you really want to know how badly you missed? Not really, not yet. Because uh, that's only a 33 on that roll. Okay, I'm looking I'm looking for the dice that's going to take Volantre out. Which one's it going to be? None of them. That is a 4, 4, and a 5. Ugh. Last roll. Another five. All of you are fired. She's going to take a five-foot step back as she reevaluates her position. Hadassah. Yes. It is your turn. Okay. Um, all right. I've got a spell that I want to use. And the range on it is long, 400 feet plus 40 feet per level. And it operates in a cylinder. Uh, 40 foot radius, 20 feet high. If I cast that from where I am now, will that reach where those giants are? You can't see them. Okay, I have to be able to see them. Okay. Yes, you have to typically you have to target the area. Okay. Well, she is gonna run to the doorway so that she can see him. Oh, it's closed. They took time. You didn't mention. Did they close the door before they left? No, I think I said he, he would have closed the door, but I didn't actually close it because I had him move double. So you're good. Okay. I was like, oh, I thought that was still a hypothetical, but I, I meant. I mean, to close the door. I was gonna yeah. go with it if you said it was closed, but. <laughs> All right. Um, so she moves across the room. Do I still have enough action economy to cast a spell? Did you do just one movement action? Yes. Then yes, as long as it, as long as the spell you're casting says only one action. Yes, yes. Then you're good. Casting time, one standard action. All right. I am going to fill this hallway and this corridor with a sleet storm. Um, <laughs> blink, 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 blink. <laughs> it says <laughs> there is no saving throw, and spell resistance does not help. Um. Driving sleet blocks all sight, even dark vision within it, and causes the ground in the area to be icy. A creature can walk within or through the area of sleet at half normal speed with a DC 10 acrobatics check. Failure means it can't move in that round, while failure by five or more means it falls. Um, That's some pretty intense sleet. The sleet extinguishes torches and small fires. How big is the radius? Um... Let's see. Area cylinder, 40 foot radius, 20 feet high. Oh my God. 40 foot radius? Yes. Big spell. Damn. And oh 20 feet high, so these 15 by 15s are completely encompassed. <laughs> All right, I'm having to sort of uh, guess at this radius because it's massive. Uh, it's going to be a little tough getting it exact. But if you center it about the farthest point that you can see, this is about what it looks like. And when you say fill the hallway, yep. you ain't kidding. Yep. And it's five feet in front of you. 
but you are outside of the radius. Right. Barely. Wow. Wall of stone. <laughs> Sleet storm. How to Sorry. kill lightning giants. 101. <laughs> All right, so they are in yes. the area of effect when the spell is cast. Do they need to make any saving throws now? Yep. Or when they try to move? Uh, let me see. I think it's just when they try to move. Um, a creature can walk within or through the area um, at half normal speed with a DC 10 acrobatics check. So whenever they move, they'll need to make the acrobatics check. Just for future reference, they will pass the acrobatics check with or without even rolling. I mean, yeah. Okay. Any damage? No damage. Um, it's just it just blinds them basically. So I figured that might help the stone wall to last a little bit longer and um, keep them out of whatever party Volantre is throwing for the lady on the other side. What? Yep. Okay. Wow. Beautiful move, Hadassah. I love this. Sleet storm in the hallway of the pinnacle of avarice. You have successfully split the evil party. Safi, it is your turn. I'm going to run out in the hallway to where I can see Volantre, and I cast Blessing of Fervor on the two of us. Um... So at the beginning of each of your rounds, Elantre, you can choose one of the five things to do. Add 30 to your movement. Stand up as a swift action without provoking an attack of opportunity. <laughs> Make an extra attack at your full attack action. Uh, at the highest base attack. Uh, gain plus two to attack and plus two dodge bonus. Or cast a single second level spell or lower as if it was enlarged, extended, silent, or still. So... So plus two dodge bonus, if I have Stacks no dodge bonus, I get plus two AC straight up, right? Yeah, dodge is stackable anyway. You could have plus 20 dodge, and this would still add to it. Okay. But yeah, it's one of those things every round. Right, so I can get plus two attack and plus two AC every round. Yes, plus two to attack and plus two to AC, and you can change that at the beginning of every round. Yeah, okay, that, that, that sounds great. I'm going to just take that one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and I'm done. Wow. All right. And that will bring us to Volantre. All right. So I have to ask, because this is the first time I've ever had more than one swift attack available. You're only allowed a swift action once per round, correct? In that case, Arcane Strike is not going to apply this round. We, you and I discussed this a long time ago because it was the only swift attack I had. Right. It's always applying for every single attack I'm doing. It's understood sure. there. I am deactivating it. It is not happening this time. Excellent. Instead, you see Volantre's image just kind of start shaking. And then all of a sudden, there is another Volantre behind him. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Why don't you do this every time? Wes, I need you to clone my uh, token on the map, please. If you would clone my token, please. On the map, please. So I'm using the handy ability I got at level 16, split forms. At the 16th level, as a swift action, the Synthesis and his Eidolon will, can split into two creatures and both have the same evolutions, 
They also have all spells cast on them, all abilities cast on them, everything. They're essentially two of the exact same creature. What about health? So we discussed this as a prelude to going into level 16. We decided that one of them will have the health of the Eidolon. The other will have the health of the human that's inside the Eidolon, effectively splitting the health pool in half between the two. I'm surprised it doesn't say that in the spell about health. Yeah. It's doesn't. the synthesis summoner, so what do you think about the thought yeah. process there? Yeah. It doesn't so, really say it. It just says uh, it's two. Thanks to cellular mitosis, and I might be getting the words wrong. Please don't hold them against me. Volantre becomes two Volantres, split in two as a swift action. So you still have a full round action left on both of your creatures, right? That is correct. We'll pick up right here next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think uh, Gensu is about to occur. Yeah, but for the next week, it's going to be Blue Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are trademarked and property of Paizo. This episode of Rocks and Rune Lords is brought to you by Roll20. Be sure to check them out on Roll20.net. Check out our website at backpationetwork.com. If you like this podcast, please rate it five stars, leave a review, spread the word to your friends, or even join our Patreon and you can get early access. If you need to talk to us, join our Discord. The links are on the website to join. As always, thank you very much for listening. This is Casey. You all have a wonderful night.